Welcome back to the Authentically Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Savoie, certified life coach with a master's degree in applied positive psychology. I hope you are all having a wonderful holiday season and enjoying your New Year's Eve. With 2024 quickly approaching, many of you are considering your New Year's resolutions. So today I want to talk about setting goals and how the way we set goals can affect the likelihood of achieving them and also how setting goals can affect our happiness. Before we talk about goals for 2024, I wanna take a moment to acknowledge 2023. I invite you to take a moment to reflect on how the past year went for you. Do you remember the goals you set for 2023? Did you achieve them? Did your goals change throughout the year? Maybe your priorities shifted throughout the year and therefore your goals had to be adjusted. What did that look like for you? If you did reach the goals that you set out for yourself in 2023, I want to say congratulations. Any goal, whether big or small, when you achieve it, that's something to be celebrated. And I hope you do celebrate yourself for that, especially because many people don't even think about their New Year's resolutions after February. So if you carried them throughout the year and achieved them, that is a huge win. If you didn't reach your goals that you set for yourself this year, or you might not even remember what goals you set last New Year's, please be kind to yourself about it. Not every year has to be a record-breaking year. Sometimes it's enough just to survive. If you don't have 12 months of proof of some huge weight loss journey or financial gain or any other big transformation from this past year, just know that that's okay. Maybe you didn't reach your goals this year, or maybe your goal this year was to not have any huge goal. Maybe it was just to make it through, to just stay above water. Regardless, here you are preparing for a new year, and I am so happy that you're here. And I want to say this in case you haven't heard it lately. You're doing great. Keep going. I'm proud of you. Even... If all you've accomplished to this moment is just still being alive and being here, I am proud of you for that. And I'm here to support you to set goals, whether big or small, to help you move forward and achieve the life that you want to live. I hope this podcast helps you to consider what kind of goal you want to set for the next year. And I hope it helps you to keep yourself accountable and make your dreams a reality. So let's talk about why goal setting is important for your happiness. To do so, let's take a step back for a moment and look at the five elements of well-being again. These are the five elements that I talked about on the previous podcast about well-being and flourishing. They are positive emotion, engagement, positive relationships, meaning and purpose, and achievement. When you set a goal, you give yourself a sense of direction in life which can help to provide purpose and meaning to your life. This can also give you a sense of control, as well as a feeling of fulfillment. You will feel joy and satisfaction as you start to hit milestones on your way to achieving your goal. So right there, you have goal setting contributing to increasing positive emotions and your sense of meaning in life. When setting a goal, you're also very likely to be setting a goal that will encourage you to have more engagement in life, to become an active participant in your life. Or you might be making a goal around your relationships in your life. So you may be working towards making more positive relationships. 
as I'm sure you've seen, many New Year's resolutions often revolve around adding some sort of activity in your life that you have to consciously be engaged in or spending more time with people you love, like spending more time with family or spending more time with friends or even making a goal to just be more present and mindful in your everyday life, whether that's being more intentional about exercise or simply spending more time outside. And when you do achieve the goals that you set for yourself, you will have a boosted sense of accomplishment and self-esteem. This accomplishment brings a sense of joy, pride, and satisfaction. Again, more positive emotions. So we can see that setting goals, working towards them, and the achievement of those goals will incorporate at least four out of the five, if not all five, of the well-being elements. So as we increase each of these elements of well-being, remember those pontoons we talked about? If you're confused about what pontoons I'm talking about or the pontoon boat and how that has anything to do with well-being or life satisfaction or authentic happiness, I want you to go back and take a quick listen to the episode that I did on well-being and flourishing. There's a whole section of that where I related authentic happiness, life satisfaction, and the elements of well-being into a pontoon boat. Uh, So go back and take a listen to that, and then this will make more sense. But basically, the five elements of well-being are the pontoons underneath a platform of life satisfaction, and you are the person sitting on top of that. And your authentic happiness is basically how that boat is doing. So as we increase these five elements of well-being, we increase the pontoons that we have underneath us which are going to raise our platform of life satisfaction, which is going to make us as individuals perceive our life as being more satisfying, being happier. You're going to feel a higher level of happiness if you work on these five areas. So let's also tie this back to what we talked about last week about mindset. When you set goals and you work towards achieving them, you foster resilience and adaptability since you may encounter setbacks along the way because these setbacks offer an opportunity for you to learn and grow. And this offers you the opportunity to use that growth mindset. Now, the fixed mindset that we talked about wouldn't even think about setting these types of goals in the first place. So if you are feeling a little bit discouraged and feeling like you might be stuck in a fixed mindset, think about it this way you have already had at least a little bit of the growth mindset if you're considering setting goals. Because someone who is completely entrenched in the fixed mindset would believe that they are the way they are. They can't make any improvements on themselves. They weren't born with a natural ability or they were born with a natural ability. And so just by setting these goals, you are already stepping foot into the growth mindset because you can see that you do have an opportunity to learn and grow. You do have something to work towards. And you know that if you put this effort in to achieve this goal, you know that you can achieve it. So now that we can see how goal setting affects our happiness, let's get into how to choose a goal and how to structure a goal to make sure that you follow through and achieve it. So what kinds of goals do people often set for New Year's resolutions? I'm sure there's a couple that come to your mind right off the bat, and I'm going to tell you what the most common goals that people tend to set as a New Year's resolution, and they are to save money, make more money, or reduce spending, 
to exercise more, lose weight, or eat healthier, spend more time with friends or family, and spend less time on social media. These are the typical New Year's resolutions that you hear a ton of people making. You almost expect everyone to just say something that was on that list. And that's part of the reason why most people don't end up reaching their goal is because they just pick something off the list and maybe they work towards it for a week or a month, but they often find themselves forgetting about it or just giving up completely. The main reasons that people don't follow through with their New Year's resolutions are because, first of all, they're not intentional about it. Like I just said, they just pick one just to kind of answer the question and move on or to make themselves feel like they're doing something for the New Year's, but they're not intentional about picking that goal. And they don't sit and think through why they're picking the goal and what's going to come of it if they do follow through and achieve that goal. So they don't put a lot of thought or reflection into the actual choosing of the goal. And then also they're too vague when they do set the goal. And then they lack a plan of execution and therefore it gets forgotten. So they'll pick something like, I want to lose weight. Instead of being really specific about how much weight they want to lose, how they want to do it, how they plan to achieve it, what actions they'll take in order to do it, they just say, I want to lose weight. I'll, I'll go to the gym. I'll eat healthier. But they're not specific on how they're going to eat healthier or how often they're going to go to the gym. Now, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with wanting these things that are typical New Year's resolutions. Many people genuinely want these. But if you're thinking of setting a New Year's resolution that is on this list, I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, am I actively choosing this goal? Is this genuinely what I want? Or did I just pick something off of a list? Did I pick something because I feel pressured to? Maybe I've gained some weight this past year and I feel like I have to set this goal of losing weight, not because I want to, but because I kind of feel pressured by society, the people around me, and I feel like this is something I should be doing. So when picking your goal, I want you to ask yourself, why do I want this? Why did I choose this goal? What am I looking to get out of this goal? What result am I looking for and why? Say my goal is I want to lose weight at the end of the year. If I lost weight, okay, then what? What does that mean to you? What do you want that to mean for you? And when you know what that would mean to you, Ask yourself, why? Why do I need this result? Be really honest with yourself. And maybe you're not even in a place right now where you're ready to bring on a new challenge. And that's okay. Maintenance can be a goal too. You don't have to rush yourself into some sort of leveling up for January 1st just because everyone else seems to be. Maybe you know you won't be ready to go after these big goals until later in the year. For example, maybe you gave birth recently and your goal, you're saying you want to get rid of the baby weight in the new year, but you're still recovering. If you're still in a recovery phase, 
hitting the gym on January 1st might not be the best goal for you. You might feel pressured into it. Maybe people are making comments to you about the weight you gained. Or maybe you just feel an unspoken pressure from society like, okay, I just had a baby. Everyone's goal is always to get rid of the baby weight right after they give birth. So I guess that's my New Year's resolution. But maybe that's not important to you. Maybe what's important to you is spending time with your new family over the next year. Really being able to enjoy and soak up those little moments with your newborn. Make sure that you're setting this goal because it's something that you want for yourself and not because someone else is pressuring you into it or you feel an unspoken pressure from society. Ask yourself, if I don't achieve this goal by the end of the year, how will I feel? If your answer to that has anything to do with how you feel in relation to other people, like guilt or shame, I want you to reconsider your goal and who you're really doing it for. Because if you're setting a goal for yourself, at the end of the year, when you achieve that goal, you should feel good for yourself. And if you don't achieve that goal, well, maybe you're upset with yourself, but you shouldn't feel guilt or shame from other people. You shouldn't feel embarrassed like when I show up they're gonna see that I haven't lost that baby weight that shouldn't matter that's a goal that you're making to try to change how other people perceive you or to please other people so I want you to be really intentional this year about making sure you are setting a goal that is for yourself and for nobody else And this is something we're going to talk about more in later episodes about not allowing other people to make us feel a certain way and not stopping things we like to do because of somebody else. And I kind of want to give another example of this. So maybe you've been struggling lately, mentally or emotionally, and you want to make your goal for the new year to spend less time on social media. Because there's just so much bad news and it makes you feel bad about yourself. But I want you to think, is it really social media that makes me feel this way? Or is it the content that I choose to expose myself to on these social media platforms? So maybe it's just your newsfeed needs to be shifted and not that you have to actually purge this out of your life completely. If you find your newsfeed is filled with toxic tweets and depressing news and photoshopped images that make you feel bad about yourself, consider other options like adjusting your feed to show more positive news, inspiring quotes, or educational content around topics that you're really interested in. This would require following new accounts, finding accounts that have this kind of content that you want to be seeing, and also maybe unfollowing the accounts that you find are bothering you when you're seeing their posts. Whether that's friends or political pages or just random accounts, again, I want you to think about why you are making a goal and what you expect to get out of it. Are you making that goal because you feel pressured to? Are you making a goal because it seems like your only option? Or are you making a goal because it's genuinely what you want? 
and it will genuinely make you happy. So I want to ask you now, what do you really want to achieve in the coming year? 2024. I want you to really take a moment to consider this. What do you really want to achieve? Try to think outside the box on this. Instead of, I need to exercise more, maybe it's, I want to be healthier for my kids. Or I want to feel confident in my skin. I want to be happier. Instead of just, I want to spend more time with friends and family, maybe it's, I want to spend more time around people who inspire me, who make me feel loved. Instead of, I want to save more money or make more money, maybe it's, I want to feel secure in my finances. I don't want to worry or stress about my bills and how they're going to get paid. Maybe it's, I want to spend more time doing the things that I love so I can feel more fulfilled. Give yourself a moment to think about this. You can even pause the podcast right now if you want to take a moment to sit with this, maybe write down some ideas, and then come back. Now that you have really considered what you want to get out of this next year of life, and you know this goal is something you genuinely want, it's not something you're just being pressured into or picking off a list, I want to talk about how to dive deeper into this goal to make it more realistic and make it so that you're more likely to remember it and achieve it. So the way we do this is by framing the goal as what's called a SMART goal. So the word SMART and SMART goals is an acronym. So S stands for specific. You want to be specific about what exactly you are looking to achieve. M stands for measurable. You want to define what measures or what evidence to look for that will tell you you are on the right track towards your goal and when you've achieved that goal. A stands for achievable. This is to make sure that you are setting a goal that is realistically achievable. It's within your ability to achieve this. R stands for relevant, meaning that your goal should align with your personal values and your long-term goals in life. And T stands for time-framed, meaning you set a specific time frame for this goal. So for example, for a New Year's goal, your time frame would be one year. So let's go back to the social media goal example. And let's turn this into a SMART goal. So instead of just, I'm going to give up social media for the whole year because social media is bad and it's harmful and it makes me feel bad, I'm going to look for other options. And I'm going to say, actually, when used right, social media can be a really beautiful, powerful tool. So instead of trying to keep myself off of it completely, because I know that for me personally, that's just not going to work. I'm going to get curious. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to want to go back and look. And I'm just going to end up in this cycle where I'm on social media and I'm feeling bad. So I try to completely get it out of my life, but then I go back to it and then I feel bad again. And you just keep going in this circle over and over. So instead of trying to achieve that goal of just getting rid of social media completely, 
I'm going to change to a different type of goal around social media. So instead, my goal is going to be to use social media in a more meaningful way by the end of next year. So I'm going to spend the next year shifting and adjusting the content that I see on my social media. So by one year from today, I will start to feel when I use social media, I will feel happier after. I will feel inspired after instead of all the negative emotions I have been feeling up to this day. So let's put this into the SMART goals framework. My goal is to use social media in a meaningful way by December 31st, 2024. I will do this by unfollowing any account that makes me feel bad about myself, that makes me feel hopeless in the world, that makes me feel any type of negative emotion. I will either unfollow them or mute their posts so I don't see them as often. I will also limit the amount of negative news sources I follow. I will follow more inspirational pages with inspirational quotes, inspirational content, positive news, and educational content on topics that I am interested in. I will be able to measure how well this is working by asking myself the following questions after I close my social media apps on my phone. Rate my mood on a scale of 1 to 10 before I opened the apps and after I closed them. What did I learn during the time that I was on the apps right now? How am I going to apply this information to my life going forward? And what actions will I take as a result of learning this information? And recording the answers to those questions will help you keep track of how well this is working and how well you're progressing. So the goal is specific and explains how I plan to execute my goal. It's measurable using scales to gauge my mood and documenting how much I learned and how I will apply it to my life. It's attainable because I'm going to be on social media either way, and I know this is more of an attainable goal for me than getting off social media completely because I do like to go on there. This is relevant as it aligns with my values and my long-term goal of becoming happier. And it's time-framed with a one-year time frame. So I hope that example was helpful in helping you to see how to write out a SMART goal. When you write your goals out in this way and you really sit and think through them, you make them specific, you make them measurable, you make sure that they're actually attainable and you're not just making some goal like, I want to be a millionaire by next year. You're making them relevant to yourself. So they're going to align with who you are and what you believe in and what you truly want out of life and their time frame. So you're giving yourself a deadline of when you need to have this done by. So I challenge you when thinking about your New Year's resolution to sit down and try to write your goal out in the SMART goals format. Try to make it specific, come up with some sort of way that you can measure your progress and whether or not you've achieved it at the end. Make sure it's attainable. Make sure it's relevant to yourself and to your life. And make sure that you have that time frame and write it out in that way and keep it somewhere where you can look at it and reread it throughout the year. And having that goal written out so specifically 
is going to help you actually execute on that goal. I wish you well with setting your goals for 2024. And if you'd like to share your goals, leave a comment letting me know what you're making your goal for this year. And with that, I'd like to leave you with this wish for the new year. Throughout the coming year, may you have enough happiness to keep you sweet, enough trials to keep you strong, enough sorrow to keep you human, enough hope to keep you happy, enough failure to keep you humble, enough success to keep you eager, enough friends to give you comfort, enough wealth to meet your needs, enough faith to banish depression, enough enthusiasm to look forward, enough determination to make each day better than yesterday. I hope you all have a safe and happy new year. Until next time, take care. Thank you.